Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Chris. I get to introduce myself. I'm an official member, right? That's right. That's right. An official member of our uh, Walking Dead team. <laughs> of our zombie Yay. team. Zombie <laughs> team four. Zombie. 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 Geek, geek zombie soup? Geek mm-hmm. zombie soup. Yeah. <laughs> or zombie girl Ew. soup. <laughs> I'm thinking zombie soup. I'm thinking of the... the Walker yeah. down the well. Oh God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the ones messy. at the bottom of the the building that had flooded. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, the ones gross. under the on Alexandria in the mm-hmm. sewers. Oh, oh the yeah. Sewer. Basically, There's plenty of soup. Yes. Yeah. Do not put zo- do not put zombies in water. It's not a good combination. No. It's ugly. Very yeah. ugly. But anyway, but today we have well. We did have zombies in water this time in uh, in that first episode. We're talking about the the second half of season six, the first four episodes that have aired. Uh, the first one is No Way Out. And at the end of that episode, we have zombies in water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, Already water. jumping around, Susan. Where, was, where How did it end with zombies? Zombies in water. Because they're they're you know Daryl lights lake. the lake on fire and then the zombies all are walking into the they're fire. walking towards and and Jesus, I Jesus I already don't even remember that part. I all know. I remember is like Sam and his mom and brother get killed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. So you're just counting heads. And then her, her hand was chopped off. Jesse's hand was chopped off first too. Yeah. She why died. the hell wasn't she letting go? Oh. <laughs> You know, the death grip. I guess so. Or did Jesse not let go of her? You mean Carl? Carl. Uh, whoever Jesse was holding on to The, mom. the yeah. mom. Yeah, she yeah. didn't let go of, of Carl. Carl, right. Yeah, she was too busy. Like, yeah, she was in the being death grip. Being killed. Yeah. And yeah, they were just killed. moving down the line and Carl was next. So. Yeah. Yep. Had to be done. Yeah. And that's, that's a panel right from the comics. Oh, wow. Yeah. Even with the hand? Yeah. Most of this was right from the comics. Yeah, most of this is us. Which is what made this a frustrating break period. Now, yeah. I want to know, <laughs> did you guys feel like I, that they just took their break one episode too soon? Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because this episode would have been a perfect way to go out. Yeah. Yeah. And would have explained the jump that happens between this episode and the next one. Right. So if they had skipped that Morgan episode... Last no, time, even though I, I love that, it one. was it was good, but it just didn't really fit. But if so, if they had skipped that episode, then that would have been the mid. Then this no way out would have been the mid season finale, and then we would have had our time off and come back two months later. Yeah, with the Morgan episode, that would have been a non sequitur. Yeah. yeah, well, they just like <laughs> fucking with us. Yeah. Seriously, you know, at at this they point, do. it really is like the whole Glenn thing, and mm-hmm. I don't know what? if it's fucking or is it calculation. They're it's... like looking to make a big impact on their return. It well, is. what's it... the difference yeah. between calcul? I mean, or why are they? They're not. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Understood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm just saying, like, this is a business move. This is not a. They're not fucking with us to fuck with us because if you fuck with your audience, they'll leave. They're fucking with us just to make more money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but but so if, in other words, then it's more about the money than the art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I and that. I, 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 come on, guys. Though that coming back off of a, a small hiatus, a Christmas you know christmas hiatus coming back into that episode and and uh, the cliffhanger was great they're sitting there walking through a bunch of walkers and you have the kid start to freak out mm-hmm. which puts everybody at jeopardy okay season ends you're freaking out what's gonna go on what's gonna go on you come back and nothing and indeed no they all get they they start getting all eaten and carl gets shot in the face but they didn't because they come back and when we first when we when we do make our way back to them covered in the zombie guts and walking out, Sam is no longer saying anything. Yeah, so we it's a nonsense. That. Right. It, right. It's actually the classic 
cliffhanger. cliffhanger bullshit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is not what happened last time we right. were here. This is an alternate version of it. No, where... no, no. He started going, this is what happened. He started going, mom, mom, cut, right? Mom, Then mommy, he says, mom, mommy, and she goes, mommy, shut the, mother, she goes, mother, she goes, mom. She goes, shut the fuck up. And so he shut up for a little while, and then we come back to the beginning of the season, and then he starts going, mom, mom, I can't do this. It would have been nice to see her do that. Well, you are fucking hey. shit up. <laughs> Eric, that scene did not happen. Oops, I got caught. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Maybe it did happen, but yeah, it didn't end up in the show. I mean, that would have been perfect <laughs> if she had just said, turned around at that point and say, shut up or we're going to fucking die. Yeah. And then or just going. Or just looked at him. You know, given oh, yeah, him the mom the, that mom look. Yes. Exactly. Anything. <laughs> the oh, mom look that says shut I know the you love it Eric. and I know you're no. willing to give them the benefit of the doubt <laughs> and I know that you're willing because you working in this field understand say. the pain and suffering of trying to cut the shit together and make it work well I tell you I guarantee they had the looks from them and they didn't need that because they had all of us at home saying shut the fuck up <laughs> so and jumping towards our TV. So why have a shot of the mom doing that? We were all, we were doing, all doing it doing ourselves. It. <laughs> well, because but, what they what I think they should have done when they came back, because to me it was very dissatisfying, unsatisfying, whatever. In the moment, Susan didn't weave. Well, that's right. I you know I watched it the next morning uh, mm-hmm. since I buy the the show. Um, I messaged or you know texted or messaged Susan about that because all they had to do was come back to that precise moment that Sam looked at, you know, said, mom, mom, and then fine, cut out the eye looking at him or whatever, and just have all of that happen there, you know? I mean, because (laughs) I agree. And to me, the cliffhanger that did work was the post credit scene at the end of the first half of the season and then coming back and we've got Abraham, Sasha and um, Daryl facing Negan's men. And I loved how that played out. (laughs) Right. And my, my subtitle for, for this episode was if I had a rocket launcher, (laughs) right? (laughs) because it was, you know, prominently used twice. Yeah. But I have an issue with this scene, and I, I maybe I'm just a a, a nitpicker, uh, but like, uh, <laughs> you may call me that, but I'm sorry. I had issues with the fact that how he acquired that rocket launcher was not included in the footage that we saw. It just kind of happens. We we like, established I, it though. You did see it in all that gear. But I could not tell how he could get it without anybody seeing it. And, uh, use, you know, Darryl because, Vincent. like, look at where – look at the layout that they laid out for us. We have a standoff situation. We have a guy going to the back. It wasn't hanging out in the back of the truck. That's for sure. Oh, uh, okay. Went to the back of the truck, killed that guy, somehow walked back up to the front of the truck, got in the cab, got the rocket launcher, came out and blew them away without them knowing he was there. Am I wrong? I, no, well, I don't know I, that I just it was thought it there. was in the back. I don't know where it was. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was in the back, too. I thought that's why the guy brought him back there, was to open up the back yeah, to... Yeah, look for more. Well, there... To... Wow. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, it was a tanker truck. Yeah. But there right. must have been, like, some, I don't know, some I mean, other if it storage was areas back, or something that, in the back. That answers it. Maybe, uh, maybe I misinterpreted where things were and how things were being used. I, I, for some reason, I thought it was in the cab. Was it a tanker? It truck? was a tanker truck, yeah. Yeah, like it's a tanker truck oh, that's okay. the fuel in it. There's no back. Right. Yeah, if you look, if but I'm they not might mistaken, have like the storage compartments on the bottom of right. the tanker right. truck. Mm-hmm. So that's a great question. Let's see if we can look on. I'm looking for a photo of the truck, yeah. and all I'm saying are the front <laughs> shots of it. Oh well. See, I brought it. I got it. I got you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's and yeah. that's fine. That's no, good. That's a good. Uh, no, that's good. But yeah, I, I, I can see how. Yeah, it is kind of the same thing as the, the Sam. 
thing where they don't show uh, you the entire thing, but you know where we have to fill in the well, blanks ourselves. And I didn't mind that's the action. Okay. I just want to see how it happens. It's like, it, it, you know, play it out. Yeah, but uh, okay. Oh. Now the now you got the editor riled up. <laughs> what was so great about that sequence with the tanker truck was, all of a sudden they blow up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And no. you're like, what the? You know, three, two, boom. And you're like, what the hell just happened? It was a great surprise. It was like almost like an Indiana Jones moment. The swords fighter comes out of the crowd and then oh, Indy yeah. just pulls his gun and says, I don't have time for this and shoots him. It was one of those kind of moments where it just came out of nowhere. You weren't expecting it. You were really like you were really at a point where you really felt um, Sasha or Abraham were going to die because he was yeah. pretty much going to kill him. So you're really focused on, okay, here we go. We're going to lose another character. And then all of a sudden, boom, and you're like, where did this come from? If while that face-off was happening and then you start cutting to the back of the truck, you, you would have lost that full and utter surprise uh-huh. of the moment. Right. I, I get that. It just struck me as a bit of a cheat. And I understand what the emotion that you're trying to cut for. But like I've also seen movies where showing the information is just as thrilling because you hear an auditory countdown happening as the action is happening. And it's like he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. He makes it. But then you make it all about Daryl and not about Sasha or. Well, and and Chris, can I guess, though, that it wouldn't have been a problem for you. If, <coughs> sorry, if we had already seen before, like if we remembered, if we that... established where the damn thing exactly, was. Okay. yes. So it doesn't have to be shown in this scene. It just needs to have been established even a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. It's just to me what what I feel and what I'm hearing from you is the issue is. When our brains start asking these questions because something is glaring like that, like it feels like a glaring hole, that's the problem. The hole that can be filled in different ways. The hole could have been filled one or five episodes ago, five minutes ago, you know, or in the middle of the scene, whatever. There are many different ways to do it. Or even afterwards, you know, maybe Sasha and Abraham would have said, you know, what the fuck, dude, or whatever. And he would have then mentioned he had stored it back there or something. That wouldn't have been elegant. I'm just saying that there are many solutions to that problem. But are you sure it had – are you sure – have you gone back and watched to see if there was that one quick shot of loading up the gear into the truck, either the episode before or this episode? No, I haven't. I've just watched the the scene. I'm pretty sure you never saw that rocket launcher again from the episode where he found it. But you did see it, so when he used it, you weren't like, where do you get that from? You knew where he got it from. I I knew where he got it from. Well, no, I knew... (laughs) I don't know where he got it from. I knew that they had it. Right, right. That is the problem. I I did find one shot of the truck. It's a side angle, and it does look like on the sides there was... There is pull-out, you know panels to store things okay. so uh, cool. now we just need to find the back of the truck and then we'd know but yeah, more importantly i think we should go back and, <laughs> and watch and see if uh if they did establish it and we just missed it because you know sometimes they are quite clever like that sometimes they shoot something like that and say let's not use it so that we don't yeah. give away um the surprise you know, I could I could totally see this argument happening in the cutting room. Like, where do you get it? Well, we established it in the episode before, so you know he had it. But how did he get it in the back of the truck? Well, why didn't we hear any fighting going on? You know, uh, you know, you could start to bring out a whole bunch of weird things that you didn't hear. It was you know just a I mean? little thing, Eric. And and one of the things that I this is one of the things that I was like, eh, I'm okay with it. <laughs> you yeah. know? This, this is was, a fun this, surprise. This was more this was more pleasurable and fine as it played out than some of the other frustrations I've seen in the show. So like, I'm not going to hamper this. I'm not going to beat this dead horse. I I I I just said it 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 was a little thing that tickled in my brain that bugged me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they definitely, for me, you know, it was a great surprise. Um, I was focused on, I, 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 if I was to bet money at that 
second it was going on, I would have thought Sasha was dead. You know what I mean? Just because this guy's behavior with the gun was uh, just he didn't give a you know a rat's ass. He was gonna kill somebody. And it was just a matter of seconds, and then all of a sudden they all blow up, and I'm like, what the hell just happened there? And then you get the Daryl to the rescue. Can I give you one last thing that bugged me about <laughs> <Sure>. that? <laughs> I, I'm not positive of this, <laughs> because I haven't rewatched it. I just watched it the once. But that effect of them blowing up, I'm pretty sure there are motorcycles that didn't fall over. <laughs> Pretty yeah. sure. Absolutely, probably correct on that. <laughs> but they're heavy bikes. Heavy bikes. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're low riders, minor, man. They hold up. Points. Yes, in the in the photo I see with Daryl standing next to the bikes, uh, with the um, launcher, uh, there is one bike that didn't fall over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's Jeez. it. I'm done being an ass. <laughs> I, I take all your all your bullets over here. Don't rocket launchers. Aim them right at me because I'm the one who slowed down this conversation for something stupid. Thanks. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Now, um, on an emotional level, I really felt all our characters were at jeopardy. Um, yeah. And that yeah, they could all go at a moment's at a moment's notice. I mean, it was a crazy episode. It was a fun episode. I thought this episode really worked as a return to, you know, something good. Mm -hmm. Next episode, we got issues. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was, after the end of the last half season, I, I was just, like, not enthusiastic at all about the show. And then, and then uh, yeah, No Way Out, it, it helped me. It pumped you back up a little. Yeah, got a little, yeah. Although I did, can we actually discuss this episode a little bit, like beyond the beginning and the end? <laughs> of course. Get into the meat of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some weird things did occur. It was like one of the things that happened that made me think a little bit was, mm, you know, Rick's plan. Rick is an emotional leader, and in this case, his plan wasn't gonna work. Luck got them out of this. He would have led them all to their deaths. And if this had been any other character doing this, everybody would have looked at him as being, you know, one of the dumb townies. In terms of uh, hoarding the zombies or in terms of putting on the bloody goo and walking through the zombies? In terms of the... Uh, after his son has been shot in the face, <laughs> going uh -huh. out and killing oh, zombies. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, and, and all of his crew going, Rick's out there taking it to them. Let's go. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. Well, because I guess at that point, I guess they, they had a plan or whatever. I don't know. They, they No, they were just following what Rick was doing. They decided yeah. they could fight Rick's back. Rick's plan was insane. Yeah, I think I that's mean, a good word you used. They decided they could fight back. Yeah, I mean, he Rick went out there because there was, was nothing else he could do. He couldn't help Carl, you know. That's all he could do, and you know, he just had to that's basically great. blow off some steam. And yeah. Jesse was dead. He had no idea what was going to happen with Michonne. Uh -huh. Yeah. So <laughs> if he, he died, whatever. Gave, yeah, I think he kind of gave up a little bit yeah. there, and then well, through that, through that, others saw him kind of as a leader and decided that if he's willing to give his life for us, we should get out there and do the same. Mm -hmm. And as a group, they succeeded. I think if they, I mean, it was torture for me because I would never put myself <laughs> in that situation. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? and as a group, they were all going to die until yeah. luck and happenstance got them out, saved yeah. their bait. Well, like, I think oh, not, and not then... necessarily luck. I think that the fact that they did, and this is something they really pushed in the show, is that as a team, we managed to kill off the threat that was threatening to kill us. We fought back and we won. Yeah. I think as that, a team. As a team, they were being pushed back to the fences and right. about to get killed. And then killed. The, the luck was when uh, Sasha and right. Abraham and Derek exactly. showed up. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nope, there you go. Perfect timing, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
it's just one of those conversations that happen about the show as a whole because one of the big things about the second half of the season and um or actually the whole thing that they're doing they they keep discussing the fact that you know what we've become what we've turned into who we are now and it strikes me because i just happened to watch an older episode um it's you know we were flipping through stuff and uh the episode where um uh, Shane um, is back in the hospital mm-hmm. and um, basically borders up the room that uh, he's in yeah. to okay. keep him safe. But like, you know, could, he couldn't take him because like there were cops in the, there, there was murders going on and mm-hmm. attacking. So he mm-hmm. bugged the fuck out of there. <laughs> and um, it just brought to my mind again, Hey, Shane, and what Shane was trying to do, and how he was trying to lead them. And it's like, damn it, he wasn't... They, they're just doing the shit that Shane was doing. <laughs> no, they are. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, It's like, we've, he was the villain. Now, he would be considered right. Yeah. In this. Right, he'd be Rick's right-hand man. He just got there faster. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. And, and that is something that we should come back to because that to me what they do in episode four and i don't want to discuss it now till we get there uh i have an issue with and that is because they are becoming what i think they've feared all along mm-hmm. yeah so but well, we can hold that for a little bit here move on to episode two then or 10 the next world Jesus. and <laughs> and I think yeah they they are getting more money because I think their music budget is you know in this one they had Boston and then you know they've had a lot of a lot more music it seems in in these episodes so I don't know maybe their music budget is uh, increasing Interesting Yeah it, it, or maybe it just seems like they've had more music than in previous episodes but I don't I don't know hmm. It's definitely a style that they, for this season or this half of the season, they started doing more of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the music represents. Is it more life coming back in more? I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, they're in a neighborhood and, you know, they have all the, basically all the comforts of home. <laughs> and that's one <laughs> of them is they have their, their, their CDs and everything. So, yeah, but is the music source or is it actually a song that's played to a montage? Well, like the music they were playing in the car. Right. Um, on the road trip, you know, Daryl. That's right. And Don't do it. Don't play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, that's right. And that's a source cue. And so that, that to me, symbolizes uh, civilization coming back a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Mm. You know, that they're feeling more civilized or more attached to the old world i guess to be able to ride in a car have the windows down and play some music you know you were able to ride in a car that looks like a came off a model show floor right. <laughs> let's not get started on that <laughs> right. dude product placement yeah i know i don't know what it is with them and putting those product placement cars in the show because they definitely do stick out because they're just too cherry they're just too in great shape and they're you know how many years from the start of the apocalypse is this now 18 months to two years yeah and you know you got this nice looking car you know it's like uh Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh uh-huh they found it in the garage somewhere yeah yeah (laughs) but in this episode they decide to go on a supply run because they're running low on food yes and that would make sense we establish that there's a special mission that uh, Daryl's going on mm-hmm. to help our uh, resident doctor. Right. Who Which... he's feeling a bit uh, beholden to. Which is nice. Yeah. Daryl mm-hmm. has a heart. We've known Daryl has a heart for ages. Yeah. But he, he has the... We know Daryl has a heart, but he doesn't wear it on his sleeve. He's still right. a rough and tumble, don't wash my hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this jacket's got to be pretty stinky right about now. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of probably like as fans of the show watching the show, that's why we like him. Because you see him 
you see him struggle with his, I'm a badass, but okay, I'll find the soda for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But look at why he did that, actually, is because she wanted to give it to, uh, give it to, help me out, guys. Tara. Tara, you know, as a gift, I think for her birthday, right? Was that what it was? Or there? Well, just, just because. Yeah, just because she liked her or something. So Daryl, yeah. you know, was like, okay, I'll help you. Uh, find that item uh, for you on the su- supply run that is trying. Yeah. yeah. So it should, this shows that he cares about the community. He's not a loner uh, that he was uh, you know, when we first met him. We also established that some time has passed and I thought that was done kind of clunkily. Like, you know, we see Carl. <laughs> He's clearly, you know, not in the state he was at the end of the last episode where, like, we got signs of life. It was nice that they didn't I'm, – I'm of two minds. I'm go, It's like, one, I'm happy they didn't drag out the recovery of Carl. Like, we, got, we saw the movement of the hand at the end of the last episode, so we knew the kid was okay. But then, boom, <laughs> you know, he's not only okay, he's out and about and hanging out with the kids again. Uh, and it was like, well, some of that is interesting fodder, isn't it? I was cool with it because sometimes I feel like they go a little bit too slowly. And I, it, we do sort of fluctuate back, not sort of, we do fluctuate back and forth between one day in their time is going to take eight episodes for us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then other <sighs> times... Um, yeah, they it's 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 like a pendulum back and forth. I think Kelly's point was exactly right um, that we do swing from being, you know, taking too long with them, um, with them dragging out a point or dragging out uh, an issue like Carl's recovery. That could have been an entire episode, and I believe the comics actually did that. I think they had an entire comic of nothing but him hospital. sitting in the hospital, you know, talking to his non-talkative son who <laughs> was in recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, and they cut that aspect out. I applaud that, but like it just seemed a little, a little clunky to me. Did anyone else feel this way, or was everyone else fine with the, the passage of time as it yeah, took place? I, I was okay with the time jump. Okay with it. I think since it was the beginning of the episode, you know, you kind of are a little bit like, what? And then you're like, oh, okay, we're jumping a little bit mm-hmm. ahead so that we can, uh, you know, because all they did was he recovered from his wound and they cleaned up all the dead bodies that they killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been boring to watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I want to jump back. I hate to jump back to No Way Out, but I've been staring at all these photos, and I, <laughs> I, uh, I one of the things you guys don't pick up on is at the end of episode oh, eight, the, you know, the season finale of the first half. It's daylight when they're walking out on the patio, right. and of course, when we come back to them with the continuity jump that you're referring to, it starts to become night and is night. Because, of course, what do we need to do? We need to show the fire in the lake. Yeah. yeah. So there was, to me, I, that actually stuck out more for me when I was watching the episode going, why all of a sudden is it nighttime? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, of They've course, it became. for that long? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, how far have they walked? You know, it didn't seem like they had walked all that far. And th- so that's probably why the continuity error from exiting the house to wherever they were. Mm-hmm. walking which seemed to be taking way too long um <laughs> those probably, twilights are quick in that town they are the sun just goes whoop and then yeah, you're, it you're must ready have been to go winter time or something it's like a no it's, it's like a, a bugs bunny cartoon or a roadrunner cartoon when the sun goes whoop yeah good point sir good point good so eye. what's happening with our boys I mean, since we have that, that, this is talk about clunky. (laughs) Here's a clunky transition. Yeah, here, I'll give you a good one. Let's do another edit here. So everybody be quiet for a second. I'll give you one. So the introduction of Jesus, which is a apparently a big comic book character. Mm. You know, and the second I see him, I don't trust that little mofo. (laughs) 
And and me being a comic reader, I have different feelings about that. I'm like, cool, it's Jesus. <laughs> I had a feeling of really they're doing Jesus <laughs> because it seemed to me like um, the guy who was doing the searches, um, help me with names, guys, Aaron? the gate. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron struck me as being the Jesus character. Oh, uh, okay. Because that was how we were actually introduced in the comics, isn't it? Like, he was the guy for Alexandria going out and seeking people? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Aaron. And is that what Jesus did in the comic book, too? I thought so. I, I thought the... Aaron is kind of a... I thought Aaron was basically replacing jesus in this show and then jesus comes along <laughs> yeah i haven't reread this section of the comics recently so i don't know yeah i could be absolutely wrong too i read it a long time ago. and being not and being not a comic book guy you know anybody that's introduced into our character's universe is always, always seen as a threat. Come on, look yeah. at what I thought. Look at what I thought Alexandria was. I didn't trust yeah. it at all, and it actually was paradise. Could have been another that, terminus or something. Yeah, like, exactly. And it ended Harry? up being paradise that our team ruined. <laughs> you know. Yep. Well, they have but a second chance now. This guy clearly strikes every... I mean, he's got, what, the bandit thing up over his face? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the long hair, where he's right. like, hey, but people call me Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and then he completely sucker punches them immediately. Yes. It's like, uh, yeah, I'll take those supplies, thanks. And mind you, these are supposed to be our top two, like, smart-as-a-whip hunters yeah these are the guys who aren't supposed to be fooled by this bs and so that's why their story in this episode was like the three stooges of the walking dead mm. that's how it's like oh good some comedy mm. i was frustrated with how dumb they seem to be <laughs> <laughs> because they are supposed to be the top dogs they are but like I did read afterwards, somebody wrote an article and said, "So this is what a con- this is what a light episode of The Walking Dead looks like." Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I was like, ah, I guess, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I guess you know, you coming back to clunky, uh, your clunky comment. I think I was thrown off because of seeing Michonne in a a towel, like on her head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, and. Yeah. You know, what was interesting, and then at the end of the episode, we finally get what fans have been waiting for for a long time. Get Rashawn. Yeah, exactly. Get down and dirty. Um, And funny enough, with seeing that towel on her head, and I know she had lived in the house with them, but just seeing that kind of spoiled it for me because to me that felt like a relationship had taken place that night Mm -hmm. that we didn't see. Oh, okay. Or had been going on. Yeah. She was already like, too comfortable. Yeah. And domestic. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and he was, and Carl was, you know, like they were all a family unit already. Mm-hmm. So I felt that was kind of a, you want, now here I am complaining. I felt that was kind of a misstep because then when the makeout scene did come at the end, I'm like, well, wait, didn't they, haven't they already been doing that? <laughs> um, so, so if they had played it a little more, not so family at the beginning, I think that would have been a greater reveal at the end. Mm-hmm. So that was one of my critiques of the show. I wish they wouldn't have made it look so like they were going to hook up so early in the in the show in terms of that episode. So that way when they did finally sit down, it would look like, oh, they're going to start talking. Oh, they're not talking there. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, you can also – go back to their, you know, road trip in season five, I think, uh, where it was the three of them, Carl and uh, Rick and Michonne, where they were they were a little family unit then. Yeah, but yeah. she didn't have a towel on her head. No. no. She had her face full of cheese whiz or something. Right, <laughs> that canned cheese. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> it was the first time they tried to put levity into Michonne as a character, yeah. and it played so terribly. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like, who is this person? This is not the Michonne I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is always something that I struggle with with her character. Anytime they 
bring her back to supposedly her pre-apocalypse uh, person. I really struggle with that. And even though they did show us a flashback where she had her family and her, her child and everything, mm-hmm. uh, you really didn't get to see enough of it to where when she does kind of revert back to that, you're, you're like, no, 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 this isn't the character I know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's damaged to be this fun yeah, in yeah. such a short spurt of time. Yeah. I, I'm with you, sir. <laughs> But you know what? She's ten times better than Andrea, so ah, uh, I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like them together, <laughs> these two. So yeah, yeah. But then of course the fear crept in real quick. Oh no, they're gonna kill her. Right, right. <laughs> you know, don't sleep together on the show unless you, you know, <laughs> right. if you want to, if you want to like, live. Oh, someone's gonna die. Yeah, It'll be a uh, a happy unit. Oh, no, Happy Michelle. do not survive. Exactly. Right. Now, what about um, Glenn and Maggie? And is Enid going to join their family also? As the daughter? As yeah, the it kind of. Daughter? Yeah, it kind of looked that way with when Maggie was talking to Enid. Yeah, definitely. That was yeah. seemed to be where they were pushing that. It's like you saved my life. I'm not going to let you just be out here and be a bummer. Yeah. You know, you can just join us. <laughs> and yet she then she disappears for the next two episodes and you forget about that conversation. That's the <laughs> that's the one sad thing is they start introducing these little possible things and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they go away from them so quickly and they stay away from them so long that you forget that they were mentioned, you know, or touched upon. Well, I guess that might be the problem with having so many characters in the show. Yes. And jumping so much time without filling in in with little details like this. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, this episode did not do it for me. <laughs> and I've already <laughs> kind of explained why. I just felt like our the bungling of like the supplies going into the drink, oh, yeah, <laughs> that whole thing just seems so painfully constructed. Like that should not have been the way it went down. Or if it was going to go down, if the if the goal was to get the truck in the lake, have some better solution for making it happen than what they did. It just seemed poorly written and poorly executed. To well, me. Okay, Mr. Smarty Pants, how would you have done it? I said to me, and I don't know how I would have done it. I, it's like I would have done it not like that. I would have worked something else out. Because it and seemed to work for me. It was nice. They were they, like doing their thing, and then he's on the roof, and then they, you know, and he flies off, and then he's knocked out, and then the thing rolls backwards and into the water, right? Mm-hmm. No, there was no. He does something like he gets in. He gets in the truck. Yeah, he gets in the truck, then saves Daryl because the zombie was going to bite him. Mm-hmm. Saves Daryl, and then he gets pulled out, and that's where the truck gets in the gear, and then it rolls back. And, and you know, somebody it. somebody on another podcast um, pointed out the the reality of that model of truck. You need need, need to have your <laughs> foot on the brake. And shift while it. you're shifting, yeah. Oh, so, like, you know, it, it, he these are just... people even more nitpicky than me. Exactly. <laughs> Congratulations. There are, there are, but you know. <laughs> I didn't take it that far, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, I think all in all, I think it was great, great introduction of Jesus. Uh, totally, um, I did enjoy. Though I do find it funny. Here's the truck taking off. And the guys are just on foot chasing after it for right. miles and miles, trying to figure out, like, tracking which direction it went in and then finally catching up to it. Um, uh, the the soda can gag of it dragging I thought was pretty clever Yeah. Uh, on that because that would slow down the truck or at least leave evidence of which direction it's going in. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I just don't – I just didn't – I, I don't know if – I guess I trust the guy now. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, everything's pretty – Yeah, the ark, you know, the reveal of a new sanctuary. Mm-hmm. The new world. Uh, the new world, which I guess would be a good a good segue uh, into uh, – Yeah, Knots Untie. Knots Untie. Next 
so we get to what is it called? Hilltop? Yeah. The hilltop. And then all of a sudden Jesus seems to be the more diplomatic one, and then the new leader is like, uh oh. <laughs> Who's this a guy? Bit of an asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From twenty four. Right. That's right. <laughs> Where he played an asshole. Right. <laughs> He's been typecast. Oh no. <laughs> Whenever you see this guy, think asshole. <laughs> He'll be right on target. <laughs> and they're called the Saviors, right? No. No, that's no the bad. Saviors bad. is Negan's group. Right. I can't keep them all straight. There's too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> These are just the hilltop people. What's, what's our group called? Alexandrians. <laughs> oh, so now our group is called the uh, Alexandrians? They kind of took it over, which yeah. is what Rick had said they were going to do. So you have the Saviors, the, uh, the hilltops, and the... Uh, it sounds like a football team, the Alexandrians. And you were given the impression from this episode that there are other groups. Yeah, yes. that's what it sounded like. Which is pretty cool. Which is the true new world that we were supposed to um, be impressed by. The funny thing is, when they come up on Hilltop, it didn't look too impressive to me. <laughs> it yeah, it does look, like... look kind of small, because when, yeah. when they open the gate to go in... I mean, you could see the back gate, <laughs> back <laughs> fence or whatever. And and but. like and this is a comparison thing. You wouldn't get this, uh, Eric, but like I believe when we are are actually shown this locale, it's like expansive. It's like a, a little city in the comic books, or <laughs> yeah, the yeah, comic. yeah. What do you think they? Kind of, what about Alexandria? Was that as big as it is in the TV show in the comic? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. but like this place was supposed to dwarf what alexandria was if i'm oh. remembering correctly well, you're probably right about that and that becomes a budget that right. becomes a budget thing because to me for me it, it was effective because you had this great grand house that you totally believe would be mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere you know some some old uh, civil war house you know that right. survived the civil war probably a a landmark you know which it was i think right, the character right. said Very he had gone that, out there right. on it's a, a tour or something yeah it's a historic thing Sorry. so you get that and then it was a right place off that the, everybody thought that you know if it had survived all those years it'd still be there. That was yeah, what yes. needed a exactly. nexus for people right. to go. And they had yeah, exactly. they have a blacksmith. They have mm-hmm. cows and yeah, I and guess then right, chickens too. Yep. So. And then right off to the side of it are a bunch of little mini the FEMA trailers. Mobile homes. Yeah, FEMA trailers. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you get a sense that it's you know the house is the big presence, but yet there's a lot of people living in these little trailers next door. Mm-hmm. Yep. Although when so, they went into the house and showed what that space w- had, how the space was being kept, I immediately thought bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> far more effectively used if people are, you know, as strapped as they claim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because it still looked like the historical mansion rather than than yeah. a space that you would be using for every purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's. That's just a TV thing. <laughs> Let it go. Right. But their their hill, hilltop leader Gregory, I think it probably speaks to his. That I think the house probably represented his um, control over them in a way, or leadership yeah. over them. Yeah. Like I am your leader, so therefore I get the. I mean, he said it in the painting. He says, "Never would I expect this to be mine." Mm-hmm. And I buy him having an <laughs> office and keeping that space for himself. Mm-hmm. It's just all that space when you walk out into the, you know, the the main room and it's just like empty mm-hmm. with like you know walls of books. Eh. Well, like a normal. <laughs> that would like be a... kindling, my friend. We'd be burning all that oh, for fuel. Hey, <laughs> no, we never burn books. books. Yeah, come on. Oh, no. <laughs> In the apocalypse, and you're cold, you're burning books. No, yeah, oh, you, but you're not cold. Tax code or something, but not, you know. <laughs> but obviously, maybe the house speaks to how normal their civilization is. That their little community is is that um, that they can have this luxury of this untouched old relic of the past before the apocalypse, actually still staying the same uh, during the apocalypse. 
Uh, okay. Because I'll we are, a, you know, up a big fight here. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, 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 I mean, I see where you're coming from because I agree with you. Why aren't there bunk beds? You know, like why aren't there beds everywhere and lots of people in? Like you could house everybody in that house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I agree with you. I had the same thing, and then I thought, well, when he made the comment of "this is mine," obviously he eludes some kind of power over these people. And then when when the other group tries to get them to murder him or uh you know what i mean then it becomes obvious there's a a a feud war between camps or between the savages and the hilltops so something's going on there that they wanted to assassinate him so there is more than meets the eye and the house to me then started representing that in a way but i totally agree with you the house should have been overwhelmed with a lot of people Mm -hmm. you know so that but like I said, by not doing that, I think they're giving us a hint of this guy's personality and how he runs things there because the house was in beautiful shape too. And then for me on a on a side note, when I found out that was a complete set, I was just blown away because I, I was convinced they had found that house and actually convinced the property owners to let them build the wall around it and put some trailers and all that kind of stuff. And then to find out that the whole compound is a set, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, for me, it totally fooled me. I thought it was a real place. Right. Yeah, I, I did too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're you're filling me in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, so, so uh, clearly that was their intent. <laughs> it's not like they had to keep it pristine for any purpose. They, you're you're absolutely right. This is the way they wanted it. Yeah, that Gregory might be, you know, right? It's Gregory. I, I mean, the showrunners not. Oh, the yeah. The showrunners wanted this to be <laughs> well, this way. <laughs> well, like I said, it's a character. Yeah, because if it was a real house, then 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 you know you're like, oh yeah, they can't they can't mess that up. That whatever happened, right? So, Especially if it were a real historic mansion, there's a lot of things they could mm-hmm. not do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they might. So now that you now that you mention that, I never dawned on me because I was so convinced it was a real historic mansion. That that's how I wrote it off in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, they wouldn't have ruined anything in that because you know you physically can't. But now that it's a set, you know, it's like it even does speak more to our hilltop leader, uh, maybe having some kind of control over these people. Because obviously you try to control Maggie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Give her a different name for mm-hmm. starters. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of Archer every time. Archer. <laughs> <laughs> he does that Great to his show. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. But now, now we start going into what uh, what I call the dark side of our characters, and especially with Rick leading them. Oh, his, is, new, his new catchphrase? What? Yes. Oh, that was the best! <laughs> okay, if there was ever a good thing happened in an episode, it was that. <laughs> the fight? The fight and the aftermath and the look on Rick's face where he goes, what? what? <laughs> I, I almost stood up and Because that's, that's just like a normal everyday thing. It's like, yeah, I'm covered in blood, either either come human blood or guts. <laughs> you, you come at me, you're going down. That's yeah. it. And uh, then, of course, you haven't commented on Abraham's uh, uh, great little lines he had in this episode uh, the bisquick mm-hmm. pancakes will never be the same <laughs> never nor dingleberries <sighs> <laughs> it's like the i think the writer's room this year is or at least the second oh half of the gosh. season really has had a lot of fun with his his dialogue they've yeah, really yeah he's really come back to life because he's kind of been lost for a while Really, they haven't had a chance for him to really say more than a couple of words. Um, and then last... <laughs> when he the, says those words, I, it just brings his, words. Yeah, it just brings his character marching back to life, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. yeah. He's definitely in the four. I, I, I'm digging the, <laughs> the most cartoony looking of the characters. Uh, although I think the dye job on his beard is rubbing off. It's not matching the uh, well, air yeah, and drapes. Yeah. <laughs> well, for, for most most people in real life, you know, the beard, I guess, is a little different from the hair on the head. So it's okay. 
These are the things we notice. (laughs) And then poor, poor Rosita. Uh, Well, that next episode. Right. Well, but but in this one, yeah, she gave him that necklace and then uh, I guess it came off in the fight. fight. Which he was losing and I couldn't quite tell why he was being choked to death. You know, part of it is also I think he wanted to see who who came to his mind at the end of, you know, it's like, okay, I'm about to die. Who am I thinking of? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think it did clear, clarify things for him that he, he, yeah. he was, he was actually being taken out and, and that clarified that, uh, she's, you know, like it said in the next episode, you're not the only woman in the apocalypse. Plus, you know, the, uh, in the first half of the season, you know, um, uh, Sasha and Abraham, that that great episode where they were up in the uh, the building where he puts on the military jacket. You know that was a great episode. You really felt them coming together mm-hmm. uh, during that episode, and actually both of them battling their demons mm-hmm. of the uh, post dramatic uh, distress, you know, disorder. Um, and through being together, they could work that out. So you start seeing that happening there, and so it kind of was a surprise that he was still back. Uh, with Rosita, um, though I think they they kind of helped you out with that, didn't they? In the episode where they they kind of were walking together doing a um, perimeter check or something, and then she kind of was it she kind of pushed him away or pushed yeah. him away. She shut him down. There like, you go. Hey, I not only got out of this thing that I'm doing with you, I'm gonna put the guy that fucked you up in the head back with you. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. Eugene is taking over her ship. Eugene, of all people, is going to do this perimeter walk with you, and I'm the fuck out. That was (laughs) cold-blooded. In my mind. (laughs) Am I wrong? It was was interesting. (laughs) I thought it it was like a... It's like, oh, I guess they're not hooking up. So it'll be interesting, actually, to see what they do if she will continue to push him away. That seems to be her intent, and his intent seems to be to continue to pursue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a courtship. It's a post-apocalypse courtship. This, these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mind it. I think <laughs> it's playing out more naturally than a lot of other relationships in the show have. <laughs> and I actually thought that episode you were talking about, where those two were together, that was an example of the writers finally coming to a point where they can do these side get together and explore characters more and have it work. <laughs> right. Right. This is like, you know, when they tried that before with like Daryl and, um, oh, Beth, Beth. Yeah, that, yeah. See, it still gives it. <laughs> 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 yes. It was so badly mangled. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mind it as much. I, know you I did. saw it as a character, like a, it was it's a letting ter- us know more about their characters type thing. So terrible. <laughs> Ouch. <sighs> she can't come back. Thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> oh, I miss Beth. When Beth, when Beth went out, it was just when she was turning interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 